Podcast. It's your host, Rachel LaShawn. I'm back with another guest. Told y'all my guests were going to be thoroughly picked this girl. I've been knowing her forever. Feels like not really, but it's a feb. It's almost been a decade, literally. And she's one of my classmates as well. Introduce yourself, Joe. I call it Joe, but okay. Introduce right. yourself and then let them know, you know, what you're about, what you're up to, what you're doing. Okay, so my name is Jordan. Most people call me Joe. Um, I've been on race since, again, like she said, it's been some time. Um, here recently, I've been pretty much working, uh, hated my job. I'm not a big fan of the corporate America deal, and I'm sure Ray will touch on that. Um, and many of her previous shows, I've heard her touch on it just briefly. Um, I ended up just recently doing that this past Monday. And now I'm currently, you know, enrolling in barber school. Um, also getting a foodie page going. Um, aside from that, I've been digging into photography. Like many people that know me, I'm a woman of all trades. So I guess you could say the deal of all trades. Um, to many that don't have a creative mind, they might see me as somebody that's just all over the place. But I just feel like I'm someone who is very well versed. So that's just a little bit about me in a nutshell. Right. A lot of people don't know. Like I say all the time, like, I feel like some of the most depressed people are creatives. Like if you own a business or looking into entrepreneurship, a lot of times you're more depressed than happy because you're in your head a lot, just kind of like trying to figure out, you know, the business, your next creative move, what's that next thing you going to do to really just take off. So a lot of people don't understand, like, if you're not a creative, you know, it's hard, you know, to kind of grasp our mind of how we be just, you know, into different things. But I say, I always promote like everyone do what they want to do at least once. You know what I'm saying? You may do it and end up like, yeah, this ain't really for me. I thought I it was for me, but it's not. Y'all know I didn't date everything from hair, weave, uh, wigs, uh, selling products. I've done it all and I will forever do it all. Whatever comes and sparks my interest because that's the only way I'm going to be able to find my way. So my biggest advice to you is do it all. I don't give a fuck if you selling ass. I'm gonna be your main supporter. <laughs> Listen, I thought about it a couple of times. I'll be honest. <laughs> I was just like, dang, like let me watch a couple videos, you know. <laughs> Let's get right, but it's just it's like it looked like it's a reach away, but it's so many other ways to do it. Like everybody got their jam, you know. You can't knock nobody for doing what fits them most at that time. But um, and you might lose a lot of money in the process, honestly, because trying those things out require money every every type of niche requires you to invest in it first like there's no get rich scheme unless it's based on look I guess you could say but yeah yeah it does take a lot I mean it's a lot of investments dog move <laughs> it takes a lot of investments mm -hmm. I'm not even gonna lie like I'm pretty sure it's been at least 10 bands over the last, cause I've been trying to do, I've been pursuing my interests since I was like 20. So over the last five years, I've dabbled into just almost everything and the amount of money invested. Like I did my taxes last year and I did claim my business on my taxes. So just, that was like $3,000 of expenses that I claimed right there. And I can just imagine what it's like these last five years. So if you going into entrepreneurship, business, whatever, be prepared to spend some money. Absolutely. You got to so, come ready. So, you know, uh, besides that, you know, are you 25, Joe? I am. 
25 and a half to be exact. Right, because your birthday, your birthday is coming up uh-huh. in September. I get on her a lot about being a Sagittarius because <laughs> I be, you see I be, me. <laughs> me. Personally, in relationships, I haven't had the best luck with Sagittarius men. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's just that's just my opinion. But like, just how are you like relationship wise? Like, what's your status right now? Are you seeing? Are you just dating people? What's what's up with you? Okay, so I will say I've been dating this woman. Um, well, I had been dating this woman since March of last year. We actually met on Bourbon Street at Mardi Gras. Craziest thing. Like, okay. I don't even know how this came about and became a long-term thing, but yeah. it did. Um, we ended up becoming really good friends, and it just kind of transitioned into something different. Um, unfortunately, there was an age difference. Um, she's like two years younger than me. So there were a lot of there was a lot of room for error and a lot of room for improvement just based off the experience, like lack thereof. So um, we ended up kind of cutting it short um, earlier this year, but we still remain like pretty good friends. Um, aside from that, I've really just been in my bag, honestly. Like I haven't really even had the time to focus on like a relationship. So that's where right. I am right now. Cause like, do you feel like age really does play a part in dating? I mean, in general, like, yeah, you think so? I've always dated men that were older than me and that's even a struggle, but I could just only imagine dating someone younger. I just, I don't think I could really wrap my head around it. Yeah, you don't actually. It's kind (laughs) of like age is a factor, um, but you don't always realize it until you're in the thick of a certain situation and you're like, okay this is where the differential lies. Like, I didn't see this at first until I really got to know this person. I didn't see it till we hit this rough patch. It's just a matter of, you know, who you're willing to commit to and what you're willing to withstand. Like, if you're trying to make exceptions for certain people, age is not gonna matter until it does, if that makes any sense. But So do you you think people should date like they're, Cause I was only a two year difference with you, but like, do you think like people should just date the same age, like 25, 25, 30, 30? I mean, I think you should do what you want to do. Um, I think that if you're equipped and you have tough enough skin to deal with the barriers that come with age, then go for it. Um, but I think that like you, like you just touched on, it doesn't matter really what age it's going to be something that comes with it. It's, it's yeah. on the person. And that point that y'all are both at in y'all's lives. And um, if it's not clicking and it's not clicking, if the math not math and then, you know. It's just not going to work. Yeah. Would you say that you're toxic? Can you admit that? Okay, I will admit I am a little bit toxic. But, but <laughs> what made you ask me that? Now I'm about to be the interviewer. Like what brought you to ask me that question? Um, because, you know, for one, there's a lot of talk about who's toxic. You know, there's like a lot of back and forth between like men are worse or women are worse. You're a black woman. You date women. So you're a lesbian, bisexual. I'm not sure. You know, you're fluid, you know, so you, you date. There we go. And it's the same, it's the same shit. It's just the body parts don't matter. (laughs) (laughs) It's the same shit. So when it comes to being toxic, it's like. Can we just admit that it's an individual, like, 
it's, it's, it starts it starts with you it's not the other person you know what I'm saying because a lot of times we enter relationships it, it doesn't work out and we'd be like it's that person they did this this and this to me but like can you accept that you have toxic ways you have issues maybe that makes you that makes you accept certain kinds of people yeah I'll say it definitely takes a look in the mirror to see you know exactly why you've been following this specific pattern in your love life if your love life has been deteriorating over time or remaining stagnant then why are you allowing those same type of people to enter your life and remain there essentially like why do you think you're toxic do you think you're toxic because like you know like people say it adds a little spice a little sauce to the relationship like you think that's what it is or you think it's just childhood trauma that just kind of creeping up at you as you get older in your adult life. Like, what do you think just drives your toxicness inside you? I would say the main source of my toxicity is probably like past relationships. I used to be somebody, and many people don't know this out of me. This, this is the crazy part. So okay. I really, yeah, like I really used to be a sweetheart, like in and out, like you couldn't tell me anything bad about anybody no drop of cynicism within this body um but then I ran into the real world and it wasn't just shits and giggles it was more like everybody was looking out for themselves so when I finally entered into like formal relationships I really didn't know what to expect and how to manage them because since I've gotten into that realm everybody has pretty much been on situationships. Everybody has been on cheating, everybody. And then, like you said, it doesn't, the gender doesn't matter. Like I've experienced bull amongst both parties. So it's just like, I don't, I think it's a matter of, you know, meeting and going through that mud with somebody that's on the same wavelength as you, as far as goals, as far as values, as far as, you know, preferences and things of that nature. Like you can't just, you can't just continue to deal with people because it looks good and it makes you feel good for that moment. I think that was one of my biggest problems. And I grew accustomed to dealing with people that gave me the bare minimum um, and gave me like highlights here and there rather than somebody giving me everything I needed through and through. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like the best thing I'm learning right now with relationships you just got to get to know yourself it's really not about getting to know the other person what you going when like once you get to know yourself and know what you like and what you don't like about a person or whatever you you gonna be like you gonna be able to x people out quick like you're gonna be like man I ain't gonna give this a try like you know what I'm saying because yeah I think like we in our mid-20s we just now starting to get it we on the brink of just like kind of it's clicking like that toxic shit it gotta it gotta stop like you know what I'm saying and now we at a point like I felt like this I felt like my next relationship just gotta be that person I'm not over here uh you know gambling right now I'm I'm not in that phase like it's just all about me and my business and what I got going and I felt like what you I think people are mixing up with is um like you said, everybody's looking out for themselves, but I feel like in a relationship dynamic, you really need a partner, especially if you're dating someone who is in business, like that has those aspirations. I feel like I just can't date someone that doesn't want to be a part of my business aspect of my life. Correct. Um, what I'll say to that is 
And this might sound shallow, might sound picky, whatever you want to call it, but I really have never been open to just dating anybody that doesn't share at least a similar lifestyle as me. Because I don't really think people understand it, whether it's in regards to sports, whether it's in regards to entrepreneurship. If you don't understand the hours that goes into it and just the ups and downs that come with it, because just because you're content with being in a space where you're doing the same thing every day and not really worried about getting past anything that's just, you know, okay. Like if you're okay with mediocrity, then all right. But because my life is going to be full of this and that, like if your life is just full of that, then you do you, you, we not going to mesh. Yeah. So you feel like, cause sometimes I've had a, I've had issues dating entrepreneurs and they, they're full time. I mean, they don't even have like a, a job, a full-time job that supplements their income. Like they're full-time, they're gambling it all. Right. And sometimes I find the battle between like two entrepreneurs is just like, I got my business. And they're like, I got my business. And I'm like, okay, well, what about our business? Like we got to make time for each other, despite us being on the same, like work, 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 work shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I feel like, okay, I need somebody to be able to help me out, but I got to be also willing to help them out with they shit. I can't always just be worried about my shit. And I think that's the hard thing for a lot of entrepreneurs, like, or business people in general. It's just like, I got to take time out my day, which I could be working on this to help you with that. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I um, ran into with sometimes on a romantic level, because it's like, they don't like, they don't sign up to be your business partner per se, but I mean, (laughs) In relationship, they got to be a part of, like, if you got to package orders, you know, they got to be a part of that, you know? It, I, that's what I feel like is hard sometimes as a, is dating as an entrepreneur. And I feel like a lot of us are kind of in this mindset where we trying to wait till we make it. But a lot of times you need them people along the way before you just, like, make it, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Because we all got to... Yeah, like we 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 trying to like every time I talk to a guy, they be like, nah, I don't want to date right now because I'm not I'm not where I want to be. Where is where you want to be? And why are we waiting till you get to that point to do it? Because what if what if you don't get to where you want to be till you 50? There's plenty of people <laughs> out there like that. You want me to be old and decrepit waiting on you? Like that's not fair to me. Like, what I, I want to ask you something. Okay, so you said you've dealt with that here recently. Um does it make a difference whether or not that person is successful or in progress or really kind of just struggling altogether as far as being an entrepreneur? Like, does it make a difference or is it just that realm of being your own boss altogether? Does it interfere with ego? Like, I got a lot of questions. Okay. So if I'm experienced dating some like entrepreneurs and stuff like that, it's, let me just, Mm-hmm. We get messy. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't trying to spill no tea, but it's just like, okay. I feel like on one hand, they don't have to be super successful at what they do, but it's just like, sometimes I just meet guys that are successful at what they do. Their, their business is booming. You know, of course they have their days or their seasons, but for the most part, they're busy, busy all the time. And so it's like, what I'm finding is that a lot of men are just not willing to compromise, not willing to 
make effort for a relationship so that's going to be hard if you're not making that effort like okay if y'all say Sundays is y'all day to like have a date or whatever commit to that because you're going to commit to your business I understand and this this and that but they're not willing to compromise in that aspect so it the whole success I've only dated more successful entrepreneurs and that's been the problem because I'm still in the work or in the thick of it. And a lot of times what I found is I know me, I don't like taking criticism. I hate that shit, yo. But like they are, they, they be like, no, you need to do this. You need to do that. And that's, that's an ego check for me. Cause it's like, what you mean? Like you don't even sell cosmetics. What the fuck you gonna tell me about? So damn <laughs> lip gloss, like what the fuck? But like, it's it's an ego check. It's like two rappers dating. That's what I'm saying. Like, is it more on the ego side? Is it more on like about perspective? But it sounds like it's more of a clash between character flaws. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's a it's an ego thing. And like I said, I feel like if I was dating someone, and I've also dated people that's like on their way but what happens is people who are on their way to to being successful or booming and stuff like that it's like they're like me we got a chip on our shoulder we work so hard we don't want to be told we don't want no guidance we don't want no influence like I you know and and that's it's an ego thing it's a big ego thing when you're dating when you're having two entrepreneurs that's like in any field or any realm, they could be doing something completely different than you. It's an ego thing because you work so hard. You put your own money, tears, sweat, late nights, early mornings into shit. They do the same thing. So they understand. But it's like you got to be able to be humble. Like, absolutely. Take take that guidance when it's given. And, you know, a lot of times I've been in my bag like, man, they don't know nothing. But then like months later, I'd be like, damn, I kind of should listen. Like, <laughs> right. I wouldn't have had to spend this extra money right now had I, you know, listen. So if you're going to date an entrepreneur or somebody in business, you just really I felt like you just really got to humble yourself, be willing to listen on both ends and just like take that feedback you know what I'm saying because absolutely that's that's the thing it's an ego thing and that's that's just really what it is with dating entrepreneurs but you I always believe though you meet people on the same level that you're at so the conflict is like I was when I was real in my bag very egotistic and stuff like that like you can't tell me shit I met people like that so it was a yeah you attract what you are for sure. Facts. Like that's just how yeah. it is in any dynamic fuck business, but just anything. If you toxic as fuck, you're gonna meet somebody that's just as toxic. They with the same shit you on, you know. And I get your standpoint. I really do, because it's just like it's just like a, a mother, right? Say it's their first child and you at the park and your kid is cutting up, but you didn't carry that girl for nine months. Just because you've been a mother for 10, 10 years, like, how can you come and tell me how to do my job? You didn't carry this joint. Like, yeah, you, yeah. Didn't, you don't have the same learning curve as me. So I get it. But to play devil's advocate, like, when we experience those egotistical barriers, how do we break them? How do we look deep within and say, you know what? I can't allow this to be a trend. I get it. It's good to have that fiery side. It's good to have that, that spunk and that, that pressure. But when you have somebody trying to dial you down, how can you transform yourself into a follower for that moment so that in the long run, you can become everything you need to be at the top? 
You know what else? I, what I think it is, is, um, you know, when you love someone like, okay, let's just say we love our family, our mom, our dads, our brothers, our sisters, whoever, and they piss you off all the time, but you just are reminded of that. That's my, that's my family regardless. Right. We have that mindset. It's very rare that, you know, we get into it with our moms and be like, fuck them. I don't love my mom no more. You know, it's just, you love her. Still. But it's just like in a relationship, you don't have that mindset. Cause you'd be like, you can go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be good forever. Like that's kind of like the issue. You don't have that same unconditional love when it comes to being in a relationship. We just put so much conditions on it, especially in this age and era of self-love and self-care. You know, if we feel like I'm not a hundred percent happy all the damn time, then you can go. It's always, you can leave, but that's not, that's not what we should be doing when we're dating someone. You should really be able to give your all and be like, I'm going to ride this to the uh, wheels fall off. But yeah, that's kind of like the issue there. It's like. <sighs> you know that people are more temporary when it's not anything behind that just yet. You know the intentions, you know what I'm saying? Like I always tell people, I always tell people focus on people's intentions, not so much of what they do and what they say. Everyone has a bad day. Everyone has like moments where they say things that they probably shouldn't. And people are like, well, that's how they feel about you. And it's like, no, you got to understand if they had a bad day at work or with their people and they like come home to you and you, you know, says something slick, they may have responded, but look at people's intentions. You know what I'm saying? If you know, like 90% of the time that they treat you good, then follow that, you know? Right. Um, you just got to, and you got to follow people's intentions, you know? And I don't think that, I think that's the part of relationship in general that people miss is the intentions behind the stuff that people do. Now, if somebody could be like, I love you, I love you all damn day, but their intentions is bad. Like they don't have no real intention to fix themselves or change or anything like that so then that's something you should worry about or kind of be concerned about but intentions matter you know in dating so yeah you I feel like you gotta be a single for a minute yeah you definitely do um and I tell people this all the time until I just sat my ass down and really like reflected on all my past situations whether it was a relationship situation whether I was the one you know taking somebody from their man like it was just kind of like why was I performed why was I conducting myself in that manner you know why was I okay with receiving the bare minimum why was I okay with you know reciprocating bad energy and going into things with ulterior motives why was I allowing things to persist when I saw those red flags like you really have to just do a whole debrief on yourself before you can jump into anything healthy, honestly. Yeah, facts. Like, I'm going to go ahead and say, like, you know, that's the whole reason why I got into doing readings. You know, I was always good at, like, zodiac signs and shit like that. So I was always able to, like, read people, know, like, what you're about and stuff like that. That, that came natural to me. But ever since I've been doing readings for, like, the past month, like, I'm really diving into people just needing to get to know themselves you don't have to follow it by religion but you can follow spirituality and the zodiacs to kind of understand why you act the way you act and where you're headed on your journey it's all a part of a journey right so I've learned that a lot of the lot of fault in everything is that people are not living up to their potential because they don't know themselves 
so so subconsciously you're living for other people and you don't even know it you know um so many projected fears and stuff like that I felt like you know you growing when you losing friends left and right I feel yeah. like every 10 years or so you're gonna lose friends I say five to ten years to be honest really to be honest I say every five years you're gonna lose friends and that's just you where you should be because you're growing and you're evolving and certain friends that you know I believe that there's people just there for a season to help you and you got to accept that because so I feel like in relationships and this is platonic or romantic it's this a need for a possession like I you're mine you know what I'm saying mm. that that's kind of like the thing but you gotta I feel like you just got people that's there for the in-between not everybody is forever you know right so um, I, I feel like that's that's something that people are not addressing. They're not addressing who they really are, what they really want. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we all want sex and to feel good and all of that shit. But like at the end of the day, you know, we've all been through that moment where we getting sex consistently and that shit ain't enough. It's just not. <laughs> it's not, not gonna be enough like you know what I'm saying that's why I always try to tell people what do you like to do by yourself and I will never recommend you ever move in with your partner Ooh, don't do it don't you do it I, I don't I to, but I wouldn't recommend it because I already know what it's like when they over here every other weekend and this is just too much for me personally like that's another thing I'm struggling right with right now and maybe it's because I've been by myself for so long but like the whole like seeing somebody two to three times out the week to keep it consistent is hard for me now it's like can we just meet up like every two weeks like a paycheck or something wait <laughs> I'm just trying to say payroll like, pussy payroll <laughs> that's how I feel like I'm gonna tell you right now I know my own shit I know my own shit I don't want to like I don't want to have to commit right now to seeing you consistently and that's why I kind of like other business people because they be on the same shit they be like look every two weeks I'll, I'll see you we'll meet up makes the sex better it makes the experience better you know I'm gonna have to play devil's advocate on that one too because <laughs> This is, this is what I'll say. Okay. I've been in situations where it's like, okay, cause I've done long distance before. Right. And if I only see you once or maybe twice a month, it's like, okay, you building that tension up, you know, as soon as you get back, you might've tried something and I don't know what y'all be on. Maybe y'all got different partners. You didn't experience something else. You like, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead. Use that trick on her, him. Like, you know what I mean? Or you could just be like, Ooh, I'm feeling, you know, I didn't watch the little hub. Let me go ahead and test this out. But like, there are a lot of times I can say I've honestly progressed in certain areas by the consistency of it. Like if I'm frequently doing it, it's like I'm learning this person's body more. Like now we know each other's rhythms. We know what each other do and don't like, like stuff like that. So I could see it going both ways, honestly. Yeah, I get I get what you're saying. I just like because I do believe that when you actually like find your person, you want to be around them all the time. They don't become or they don't feel like a burden to you. They don't feel like uh like I like it's a it's a force to like be with them, you know what I'm saying? When you do find your person, I'm just saying and speaking on me and my mood right now, 
I mean, it's just hard for me to just want you to want you over here and want to be over there like two, three times a week. It's just a little much for me right now. But that's that's how I feel. And like I said, I'm I meet guys that be like on the same shit. Like we'll link up every two weeks, every other week, whatever it may be. And that be it. But then it's like after a while, if I start developing feelings, I do want more consistency. Absolutely. So I, so I get what you're saying too. Like that consistency does build the relationship. Do you ever feel like you're being more nitpicky though? Not just a means of your space and your solitude, but like annoyances. Like, have you ever had like a nigga over and he'll do something like not put the napkin over the plate when it's in a microwave or like if you got like stainless steel appliances, like it's smudges everywhere. And I just spent an hour or so cleaning this before you got here. Like, it's like, if I was here by myself, this wouldn't be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll be I'm thinking laughing it's just me being an ass. <laughs> I'm laughing because the last guy I dated, he would just come over and he would just have his phone and like, you know, on Instagram or some shit, TikTok or some shit. And that shit be so fucking loud. That shit would just irritate me. <laughs> like, over here, just like, oh, why the fuck is your phone so loud? Like, I remember going off on him, like, just like, bro, tighten that shit down. I snapped on his ass. Like, <laughs> Don't let it be the morning. Don't let it be in the morning. You watching highlights. Oh, you gonna get driven nuts. Yo, them damn highlights. Oh my goodness. Like I and then like I just another thing I don't like is like after a while a nigga start coming over, changing the AC to some or just get the remote. No, 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 no. (laughs) That's not your house. Non-negotiable. Mm-mm. that's what I'm saying like it just I do understand like that that nitpick shit like it's just be like and then after a while you be like you know what this nigga not even really that cute yo like <laughs> this nigga not even really no, no, that let's scratch all of it <laughs> like for real you be like nah this shit he really not that cute like it's like do I really like to be that much like you know what I'm saying because it's like that it's just like that nigga just be irritating that's why I'm like I need my space you got a 48 hour window with me after 48 hours, I'm gonna get irritated. I'm gonna get irritated. I'm gonna need you to go be with your boys. I'm gonna need you to go do something, occupy yourself with something else. Not me. Like I got especially if it's back to back like that, like 48 hour window. And that's why I used to live with my boyfriend, but we live in a one-bedroom apartment. If I ever live with my spouse again, we don't have to have space. Like I need, need bedrooms. I need bedrooms. Like go be in your man cave. I don't give a fuck. Like get out of my face. I that's how I feel sometimes. But sometimes, like I know that not every woman is like this. So I'll be trying to check myself. Like, are you just being like detached or like unemotional or something sometimes when it comes to dating? Cause it's just like I said, like the smallest thi- things start pissing me off. Like, why the fuck you leave the top off the toothpaste? But that's how you know they're not for you, though. I think that's a strong indicator that maybe they're not for you right now, or maybe you're not in the space that you thought you were in. Do you believe in second chances? I used to not. Like, um, you, I, you believe what's, like what's, you what's can, like the spin the blocks? 
no. I have not once dated somebody from my past. Would you- I believe in second chances as far as friendships, like coming back around in that realm of things, but second chance relationship is just not a thing with me because I feel like you are who you are. I don't I I just don't see like I see people I've seen people mature I've seen people you know step into new shoes and become better people in certain aspects but those same things I saw years ago you're likely to still have it's just probably suppressed you know what my mom told me as a kid and I that shit just stuck with me to this day she was like you know people do change and grow on their own. Like you may have dated a bum that ain't have no money, ain't have shit going for themselves. And then like five years, they rich as fuck, right? But, but like, she explained it to me, like the relationship that you have will remain the same. So if y'all argued and did a lot of tit for tat shit, you'll find yourself still having that dynamic in that relationship. Again, so it's like, even with like my friendships, like people I fell off with and we reconnected, the the issues that we had back then, we still have to this day. Now, don't get me wrong. They've grown and evolved. They have kids or maybe, or you know what I'm saying? So it's like, they've grown as a person, but it's like our relationship, how we communicate and how we deal with each other is the same. And since my mom broke it down like that to me with relationships romantically, I don't give a second chance because I'm like you yeah. gotta understand our our dynamic and who we are and how we exchange words it's gonna be the same it is so, I agree moms so once my mama told me that I think I was like in high school having a little heartbroken or some shit she said don't spend the block on that nigga no more and she made it seem like that and then ever since then I never gave another nigga another chance it wasn't all because of beef or like okay fuck them or whatever whatever it was just like I know like this not gonna work and every time in random rare cases that I have spun the block and was like I'm gonna give this nigga another chance like I said he may have evolved got leveled up but his right. attitude is still the same like it's just it it don't work so I don't recommend anybody romantically given another chance you know because that, that dynamic gonna be the same for sure I think that time and circumstances may change but people like generally don't like maybe in some areas like you said like maybe they evolved in their business maybe they evolved you know financially to go along with that maybe you know they've simmered down a bit because they've had kids but all the while, like maybe they just haven't had anyone communicate with them in that same way that y'all did that allowed those bad things to come out. Like maybe those waters haven't been tested to where, you know, those flaws start coming above surface. So it's just a matter of time and, and who is who is with. So I agree with moms 100%. Do you believe in compatibility? Mm, that can, that's, that's a, pet, a question you could really unpack. I don't know. Um, in what way? What's the context? Like, okay, so somehow people just believe like you meet someone, you can get to know them, they can get to know you. And then like, you you can learn to love them. Like, let's say it's, it, as if it's like, no, no. Marriage. like you can learn to love them and it, it can work if you just learn. Why am I learning? 
<laughs> like, I don't know. I don't, maybe that sounds bad, but like, why am I learning when I got somebody I vibe with naturally? Like, I feel like that's slightly forced. Like if I, if now arranged marriage is a little bit different. Um, but if we're being honest, are not a lot of marriages arranged or relationships arranged like inadvertently, like, because a lot of times we end up in situations where, you know, we had a baby out of wedlock. Maybe I'm not financially stable and I got ulterior motives and I'm trying to mooch off of you. Yeah, I might like you a little bit, but not enough to get into all of all of this this soon to this degree. So, like, I feel like <clears throat> compatibility is possible if there was something there to begin with. You can't generate all of that on your own. Right. I feel like compatibility is like something I think people are missing when they're out here dating. Like, like, I don't know. I got a homeboy and he just be like, every girl that he date, he think it's going to be the one. And I'd be like, yeah, y'all not going to work. I could, I can tell you that now, but he'll be really trying, like trying his hardest. And I just be like, I tell him this in the first couple of months, like two to three months, what the fuck are y'all arguing for? That's a red flag. It's a red flag. And that's something people don't think of because you think, oh, relationships, we're going to have our ups and downs. We're going to have our troubles, yada, yada, yada. But think about it. In the first two months, we don't even know each other like that. It should be rainbows and giggles. Every time I see you, I should be like, ooh, you know, like. Where are we going next? Yeah, but if I feel like, it's drama already in the first two months of knowing someone. That's a red flag to me. I don't feel like by that third month, y'all might have y'all first, like, right. you know. Little yeah, and it should never be that bad where it's like, fuck you, fuck you. Right. You ain't got to to me no more. It shouldn't be like that. Y'all may trip over something petty, like a misunderstanding, because that's normal. But like, I feel like them first two months, it should be green, green as fuck. Like it should just be like, we good. You know what I'm saying? The connection should be there. And I feel like that's when you know you got compatibility. So then when issues arise and things like that happen, it's not like a, you know. And I feel like that whole first two month thing does depend on how much y'all are spending time with each other. Like I don't recommend you meet somebody and then every week after that, y'all just linked up yeah <laughs> i've been there <laughs> you're gonna be a goner <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna last one second i'm here to let you know so last question before i head out <clears throat> before we head out um marriage we you spoke about marriage earlier about how pretty much all marriages are pretty much arranged in some aspect because of kids finances whatever you you do you still see the value in marriages now at this point in life? Yes and no. I'll say no because people it's it's just it's just a event for glorification, I would say. Everybody wants to be known as wedded. Everybody wants to have that big moment in their life where they feel important and special. And um, know they have something to put on paper and that may, you know, benefit them in the long run. I'll say yes, because there are actually people out there that are in love with each other and they want something to seal that. Though it's just a piece of paper, 
it's the fact that we've made it to this point and it's a milestone for us. So I think that it just really depends on how genuine that relationship is. And like you said, from the jump, it's all about intentions on both ends. Like what wavelength are we on? What are our long-term goals? What are we both really doing this for? If we're doing it for the right reasons, then yeah, let's let's get married. If we're doing it for others, then you know maybe we should hold off on that until we're sure. Because when do you really know when you're sure? That's and that's a whole other topic for another day. Because you know soulmates is so many different types. And for me to sit down and get married to somebody, how do I know I won't be sitting down at a restaurant and find somebody that you know penetrates me in a completely different way than the person I've devoted the rest of my life to I feel like honestly the only time marriage matters is when your ass is old because if you start getting on dialysis you got radiation something serious like that happens they I'm saying marriage marriage is valuable I feel like in a business aspect I didn't think of it as a business th- uh, deal or why marriage was even created, but it makes sense. Um, granted, you know, you have prenups. I still believe like, even if after you're married, you should still have two separate accounts and then have a joint account. You know, there should still be individuality sure. in a marriage for sure. Cause people think of marriage and think of just like, again, possess- possessiveness, ownership, things like that. But when I think about marriage from, I guess this is probably the business person in me. It's important at, at a later time when we start dealing with, you know, if you die today or tomorrow, who's going to be able to handle your finances? Also, working in corporate America in the type of job that I do and I work in financing, it makes me see that you literally have to have something on paper when you're starting to deal with do business moves and transactions. Because without that, you be mad as fuck that you have no say so or no control after this person may have passed away or whatever. So I feel like if you're going to be a successful person, you're going to need marriage. You're going to need something in writing or in paper. Uh, or, uh, what is it called? Somebody that is ahead of your estate. You understand the importance of that. Most people do trust their partners to do that. Main reason why Will and Jada, Beyonce and Jay-Z, successful people are married is for a business reason it's not so much of like forever like Mm -hmm. I guess it should be um on a romantic level because I believe what you said like there's so many different types of soulmates and like that's a whole different conversation right and 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 you may connect with one person on one level and then go and meet your um, forever person. You know what this song, a song that just came to my head oh, is uh, Erica Badu, uh, Next Lifetime. That's a perfect example of that, of that whole, of what we're explaining right now. You know, it's like, I connect heavy with you, but I got to see you next lifetime because I'm with someone else. And I think that's why most people have open relationships, you know. I don't know, but I don't see the value in marriage like I used to, you know, like the whole fairy tale fiasco of just like, you're my soulmate. I want to marry you forever. I don't, I don't think so much into that anymore. Now I will say, I, I want to walk down the aisle, bitch. I want to walk down the aisle. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Like, 
I want to spend a lot of money to look cute. Um, that's me, you know? I feel it. I really do. And I, and I agree wholeheartedly. I do get what you're saying from a business standpoint, like, which is why they do reference checks, which is why they do credit checks. I used to work in accounting and finance too. So I get it. Like you, you have to know the right people and have the right things on paper to get further. But yeah. in the same respect, like if you put in a time and deal with all that bullshit, <laughs> oh, I'm going to get cute and you going to give me this rock. Like <laughs> bottom line. <laughs> Facts, like the whole, I mean, let's just admit like the whole marriage walking down the aisle like that one day is just so like important. I don't understand the courthouse thing. I'm not in it. I like, I want to be extra as fuck. I'm sorry. Let's spend a lot of money on this Oh, my tail. Yes, you know what I'm saying? I don't care if I have to get married four or five times. Good, that's just a redo. (laughs) 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 To step even harder on the next (laughs) one. Look, that's just a redo to step even harder on the next wedding. So I don't okay. even care. I don't. <laughs> but this, like, honestly, I feel like when you're considering marriage, you should consider it from a business standpoint. Like, every successful person that's married right now, they did that because of a business decision. Don't get me wrong. They love each other. Um, but I feel like that's what it is. That's why when people talk about Will and Jada and stuff like that, I'd be like, that's a whole business contract like you don't absolutely you you don't even understand like the money that's in it you know what I'm saying to some people to regular people that don't have the aspirations to have money or be super successful they probably won't understand marriage from that aspect because they're into the like romance and being in love and deeply committed to someone so I believe in that as well I believe that can happen as well because sometimes I saw on a podcast I was watching that you have a lot of infatuation for people, but if you're committed to someone who's like also your business partner who will hold you down through whatever, like your best friend type shit, you will, I don't think you'll ever put anybody above that. You can have deep infatuation for other people and be like, I'm attracted to you. Our chemistry is good. We laugh every time we link up. It's just a good time. But would that person be able to be your business partner, handle the finances, handle the business aspect of your life that you would probably want them to? Probably not. It's hard to find an all in one. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. That I don't I don't think I don't think that's possible. <laughs> I don't I don't think finding everybody in one person is possible. I'm going to ask you one more thing. And is and I don't think your response is gonna take that long. Do you feel like you've become more cynical in regards to life itself, like just in general, or do you think it's solely based on relationships? Like, why don't you feel like that's possible? Um, I I believe relationships are important with everyone. You know what I'm saying? I'm always uh, someone that wants to keep the peace amongst people. That's kind of just where I fuel off of. So relationships are very important to me. However, the whole marriage idea and and what what people view it as now is based on control and anything that controls me or tries to limit me, it just, it doesn't resonate with me. So I have to see, I see things from a open fluid type of thing. I got out of the mindset of this person belongs to me. 
I would rather you be happy doing whatever, being with whoever than to be with me and hate and hate it, like hate it here. You know what I'm saying? I don't never want to, I don't never want to be somebody's like, damn, I just feel obligated because we got kids. I feel obligated because of the business, like, no, go do what you feel like you need to do for you. And once I realized like people are just not living there to their maximum capacity because of that, man, I just, I just started seeing things like I don't own anyone. No one's not in my possession. I can love them deeply, but I have to release them and let them go if that's what they want to do. So I don't believe you can find some. I don't think you can find everything in one person. You gonna you gonna have a lot of love for someone. And you gonna and you gonna choose them over everyone else. You know, I feel like you have your favorite, but you you enjoy other people too. And so I just feel like. The way I started thinking was based on my relationships, like the fallouts I've had with friends, fallouts I've had with people in my past, exes and stuff like that. I feel like all those fallouts taught me back to, Rachel, you don't own anyone. When it's time for them to leave, you got to let them go. And that was a real gut check because it was just like hard for me to accept that because I love people. I'd be like, no, you my motherfucking nigga. I love you, you know. And you doing this right now? Yeah. In front of my friends? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, bro. That's how it be. So I just tell people, like, I know that's not the ideal way that everyone thinks of commitment and relationship, but that's real love. For real. If you love someone enough, you'll love them enough to let them go. So anything else you want to say before we wrap up? good all right make sure you go check jordan out i have her social medias down below in the description box or on the screen somewhere um make sure you check me out as well thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of ready rants the podcast let me turn this off let me stop recording